1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Diva Behavior, the podcast. I am your host, Molly Moleshine. I am a pop culture journalist
0: and a comic. And I am Sarah Armour, your celebrity astrology investigator.
1: Some people think Divas a... is a Diva for you.
0: Would you say, are you one? I never said that. Diva Behavior. Great gowns, beautiful gowns.
1: Diva Behavior, the podcast. And, and also a
0: comedian and a life coach. And you can come to the Moon Yule every two weeks. It's a great moon ritual show, LOL.
1: Absolutely. We're going to be talking about a lot today. The first thing we're going over is the new reviews of Bethany Frankel's show, The Big Shot, on HBO Max.
0: So first things first, did you watch? Uh,
1: I can't get it here in the UK, but I'm pretty sure that I know basically the gist of it. She's abusing people in order to get them to be her compete to be her assistant or something
0: so i watched i watched okay how was it that's pretty much it yeah very good um she's not quite as abusive as we know that she will be you know this was i really only watched the pilot so um she did fire people three people right away just based on um their introductions and it was a big to-do because at the beginning we met all the characters and like they were kind of like low-key everyone's favorites. And it was like, wow, this show's gonna get crazy. Okay. Bentley, he had a turtleneck and a white blazer, a little, you know, like a gay five, five, seven, it would have been perfect. But no, no, wow, already things are getting crazy. Okay. Wow. Um, there's a social media influencer, Nicole. She is getting blackout drunk at the event and yet might actually win. And otherwise, Bethany is completely and totally boring it is Mm -hmm. the story of so we met the characters we saw bethany's life and the way she's talking about her empire and what's going on it is it couldn't be more vapid and bland
1: are you understanding now what i said about her that she plays a business person on reality television
0: okay I didn't understand before. I want to apologize to our listeners because anything I said was I was ignorant. (laughs) Now I get it. One hundred. No, 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 no. Right. She's in the same way that like Donald Trump played president. Exactly. She's, but it's, and it's the same type. It's the same type of person, right? It's like, if you do it on TV, it makes it real. And it's like, right. She's talking about all of her businesses. It's like, I don't see any of this stuff out if, if the one thing that you're having trouble with is social media, then look, at the moment, you don't have a business. What are you even talking about? Like, she's trying to run- Is that what she's saying? That what she's having trouble with is social media? Yes, that's been the big focus of the show. So they're, they're looking for a, like, they're looking for like a- I don't even know what the word is. An MVP, a most valuable person other yeah, than doesn't her. I not and,
1: even say what the person's title is gonna be, which is well, a crazy way to like exert control and just be able to constantly move the goalposts and abuse people because they're not doing what you want, because
0: you never told them what you want. Wait, I'm actually so I'm I'm so truly like a must-be an abuse victim because I didn't even pick up on that as abusive, but now that I'm thinking about it in that context. Right, because also, there's no talent, so there's no, like, right, at least with The Bachelor, there's a rose ceremony, so people have the, they can at least get into the rhythm of the normal, it's like the torture chambers are where they come surprise you with, like, people screaming in your ear or, like, waterboarding or whatever, like, that's kind of, yeah, that is sort of the vibe of the show, so, because now I'm thinking about it, the other thing, so, so the title is, she did say a title at one point, and it was just, like, you know, the, like, maybe it was, like, vice president of Bethany Franklin Inc., or whatever, that's fine,
1: The other thing, Bethany Ever After, her assistant at the time, her job title was coordinator of chaos, which I always thought was a really cutesy way for Bethany. I think she withholds real job titles from people so that she can appear to be doing every single job in the organization. I think that is like appearance wise and TV wise. She would not, she would not give this girl, Julie, a real title even though Julie ran her entire business because Bethany's the entire business so she can't have a real VP she can't have a real CEO who's not her or a COO you know,
0: i have to be honest i'm i'm really facing myself here with this when i'm slightly triggered and bethany's a capricorn moon i'm a capricorn moon but you're the capricorn sun showing us revealing us to ourselves wow wow and on the day that pluto's going retrograde okay so i'm just realizing cuz like You know the manual. I know it's not a big business yet. We're actually currently making pretty much zero dollars, but we will someday. It's an empire, right? Yes, yes. But I always do like these hypothetical grants in my head. But I give everybody Q two titles. Yeah. So like I I said, Sharita, you're the you're the CEO of Soul. Well, okay, that's different
1: because you're running a comedy show, right? You're not running. (laughs)
0: Right. Okay, okay. I was just really like, I want to apologize because, because you're right though. Cause, cause you're, no, I, I, I guess I, yeah, I need to call myself out there. Yeah. Like I was saying like, you're the ambassador of good times with Z, you know what I mean? That's also why no one's giving me investment money. That's why I need you. That's why I'm really glad that you're going to do this, the typing from now on. <laughs> like, I'm like not even joking, you know, but anyway, so. <laughs> That's know. the
1: thing though. That's why there are boring titles in companies. There's a reason right,
0: so for it because it actually is helpful to have clarity
1: yeah exactly got it so
0: she you're saying she's removing the the she's she's lifting the veil in a way that seems like it's like fun and cool and like open and like like creative but really it's so that you're never right she can always just say i'm the this you're just the sultan of soul you know what i mean like what does that even mean right i totally get it now and well the other thing is not only so actually there's a rose ceremony right there's no rhythm or rhyme to this and people are getting fired left and right. Um, and who knows how many are going to win, is what she's saying.
1: That's crazy. One, it could be two. And yeah. then, aside yeah. from saying I a need a Complete to be... control freak sadist. Like, no, that's it why. actually is. And it's so Pluto. It's so ruled by Scorpio. Like, it's so, so Scorpio being ruled by Pluto because
0: all of the things she well, actually... Pluto and Mars. Yeah. So this is Pluto and Mars in action, right? Yeah. Because it's like pluto you can go back to your thought i want to know about you submerging
1: buddy. all the real work all the real rules are buried and submerged yes, underneath yes, yes yes and then at the same time she needs constant conflict well, and, and that's, that's where line.
0: she's like sourcing her power from and it's actually like driving it like like mars is right conflict action it's like it's it's like commotion it's fired up energy it's like turned on energy but it's also like it's like i'm committing to this work and like gonna like go hard at it. So yeah, she's literally going hard at being a businesswoman in a way yes. that like tortures. <laughs> she's just basically trying to be like the dummy mommy of the, all the housewives. Like, oh, you're housewives. I'm the dummy mommy. And really, because that's what she's doing. She's basically going, you work for me. Okay. So the, one of the really funny things in the show. It was actually i want to say this. There was nothing really funny about the show. One of the things that happened in the big in the big pilot was that there was a contestant who was passionate about what she's currently doing, which is that she has a fashion sock company. Very passionate about her sock fashion brand. That was the whole thing. Like, what is a fashion sock? What is a, You know, and then they had her show her. And then when Bethany was doing the introductions, one of Bethany's questions for her was like, well, I heard you have a fashion sock company. If you were to get this job, what would happen to that? And she's like, I think I could do both. And that was like,
1: See, she needs complete control. Can't Bethany needs complete both. control at all
0: times. Can't do both? I mean, can you imagine if like an employer was like, you are not doing your yoga teacher training at the end of this day? No, sir. Right. It's like, how dare you? Bethany, you mean I can't do that.
1: Yeah. Bethany did not get the hashtag me too memo <laughs> of like the workplace component of that. Do you know what I mean? She, she really thinks she's still stuck in that mindset of you have to be working sun up to sundown because if you don't, someone else is going to do it, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, that's been true for the past few decades, but we're not doing that anymore. And millennials celebrate having a side hustle which is its own issue with like ultra capitalism but to to have people to be trying to say oh look at me i'm like the businesswoman who gets it i'm hip and cool oh you can't have a side hustle it's so
0: well that's the whole issue that's right now it's kind of interesting because like it does sort of lead us into our our next topic which is the biden speech mm-hmm. which is also very scorpio it's also a very like it's like like what we're seeing, and I think it's so perfect, you all this is happening at the Scorpio full moon. You know, it's like yeah. wow, the Scorpio is exposed. That's really what it is.
1: Yeah, we so we just did your Scorpio moon ritual on Tuesday night, and now just by complete coincidence, the main stories that we're covering today are all dealing with Scorpios. Complete coincidence or it's, the stars? It's crazy. Yeah. So, crazy. the last thing I want to say about Bethany before we move on is I just want to go on the record of saying that. And I have said this before, but I will keep beating this drum. She is going to go into politics at some point. And she is a hundred percent basing herself on Donald Trump. Like in season, oh, what season was it? I think it was I just want to say hard, 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 hard. You
0: know, like I'm you know, trying to do the Instagram language <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for the people, you know? Like it's an Instagram live. Yeah, like an inside joke for us on IG if you clip Yeah.
1: So it's on The season of Real Housewives of New York when Donald Trump was running for president, it was a huge plot line and you knew kind of where all the ladies stood, but Bethany always stayed very above it. And it's interesting that she would stay above it because she has this huge humanitarian career. She is really into disaster relief, but she never gets into the politics and she never talks about politics or politicians.
0: Well, and I just want to say what's so fascinating about this is like, so I've never really watched Housewives. I will start watching because I want to talk about people behind their backs, okay? Oh, really? But it seems fun. But but I just watched that whole mind-numbing Bethany first episode, and she mentions all of her businesses. I mean, I was laughing because they actually saw like some dressing in one of the shots. Like they show the dressing in the cold cuts, and um. She didn't, she, she was like listing like all the businesses that this person would be responsible for handling, you know, SoSh and this and that multiple products. And we are the marketplace. Okay. She didn't mention that. Uh, oh yeah. Because that's her nonprofit stuff. Okay. But like, I feel like in this day and age, if you're going to do what she's doing, then if you're going to do something like this, mm-hmm. you have to be like, we need to make a lot of money at this company so that I can take half of that and pour it into what I really care about. But disaster relief. There must be a reason There's why a real they, missed opportunity here. Yeah,
1: there must be a, a real reason why they didn't incorporate that because it's I one wonder of the what
0: best that is. things she has going for her. Because wait, hearing that made all of a sudden I like her again. I'm like, oh, actually, she's not so bad. Yeah. She's not just doing this for like, because, but I agree with you. Like, I think this is all right. She's trying to like, she's not politicizing it, but it's like even the outfit that she wore on the first day was like very Melania. It right. was like a very. Like inaugural dress. Right. And I
1: think she's playing both sides
0: of the political
1: fence so that whenever she does get involved, uh, she'll pick the side that she thinks is in people's better graces at that point in time. Because like, Literally,
0: like Donald Trump just right. He couldn't have cared less which right. party.
1: Right. Exactly. Like in that season, like Bethany frankel is the real housewife who had an opinion on every single thing that you that crossed her desk but she did not say who she supported in the election and it was like i said wow. a hotline that season
0: oh. so really interesting really right, interesting. that's someone and well you know the thing the, the signature of capricorn we we know this capricorn is in it for the long game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and scorpio's in it forever yeah. So Bethany's wheels have been turning, but the issue is, and this this is why I think it does relate to Biden because it's it's the problem with a lot of, even like there are mentors in my life who have had these fabulous careers like as creatives in the world. And even like, and whose apartment I'm in, you know, like it's like, she's not going to listen to this, but it's like, don't you, I'm sensitive. I'm like, thank you, thank you. But, but, but she gives me so much career advice. She's had an incredible career. And yet it, that career and that way of doing things doesn't exist anymore. Right. It doesn't exist anymore. So like, this is not only so unhelpful, but so boring. And yeah. that's what I felt about this show. That it was like, Bethany, if the big issue that you're having trouble with is like, you just like, can't get the tack right. At least be funnier about that. Like, that is wild. You know, call yourself a dinosaur then. You know right. what I mean? Like. Yeah. It just
1: does go to show that, and I'm not begrudging her this because I think it's great if she wants her brand to be a business person, go for it. It's entertaining. We love sharks. No, story, but
0: I, but we love I think her. you're right though. It's actually so that we trust her as a business person. So we'll trust her as president. Exactly. So, <laughs> I totally it, get it now. You're so right. You're exactly. an investigator too. It was like, if you don't take any of your employees advice for the whole time, you're going to just like play yourself out of the market. It's amazing that Anna Wintour is still like popular because it seems like she's not taking any thoughts from anyone. But like, Uh,
1: yeah, the thing about Bethany is if you listen to her talk now, it's like, oh, I'm a businesswoman because I'm good at business. As if like her first product was the thing that took off. But she was trying to do baked goods. She was a celebrity chef. She was trying to do health food. She had so many different iterations of what she was doing before she hit so on- In fact,
0: Google she's not Margarita. a great business person. She is an influencer, which is what she's saying that she's not.
1: Yeah, she's an influencer. That's exactly what she is. Like, what she, is an Again, I really believe that Skinny Girl Margarita is a genius product, and it's a one in a million incredible product. But she, yeah, she's an influencer. Like, yeah, with, like,
0: That could be enough, though. That could be enough. Like yeah. Why do, you, why do you need more? You right. finally have one.
1: Yeah, it's like she is like Trump licensing his name on all the buildings and just being like, oh, yeah, I'm a businessman because I wear a suit and my name is on
0: stuff. It's the What's exact same thing. Happen? I just can't wait until she gets some disease, some thyroid problem where she has to start taking medication that plumps her right up. What is she going to do? Like, she, what Chubby girl is going to be the iteration of this? I mean – I, that might sell even better, honestly. I feel like that's, I think body positive might really work.
1: Well, that's the problem with the brand. How many times
0: does she say skinny girl in the
1: pilot episode?
0: Skinny girl this, skinny girl dressings. I mean, she's, she says it a lot, but she also is trying to get away from that in a way she's saying it a lot and she, they're actually showing it a lot, but it was really the, the narrative they're pushing is like, she is an empire there are so many businesses this is actually taking it from skinny girl to reality to podcast to just like bethany is the brand and it's like okay
1: yeah it's like you're literally an influencer
0: you're just an she's literally an influencer and it's all going fine also side note the last thing i'll say what a strange thing the two things that she's saying that she wants are number 1 a number 2 who's going to be like the organizational director the the vice president of bethany empire And she wants someone to take their social media to the next level. On what planet would that be the same person?
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That is, is her company is not a real company. It's not a real company. How do you have, if you're saying you have this business empire, how do you not have a VP or a social media person? Like your company is you and three
0: interns in your apartment. But you're so right though. Nobody worked in the Trump White House. Right. Right. There was no cabinet members who fired everybody there were like four people right because was like, a control freak like her wow this is very interesting i do i think you're i want to say i co-signed 100 this is all about politics in the end that's going to be her and you know what it's not that she had political dreams it's that she's trying to get one up on those other housewives oh, i think yeah. she's the pettiest person on tell Maybe the pettiest person on television right now. The only person who she's acting like that I can really put my finger on. Because even Martha and Donald were more developed as characters. Yeah. Now, I feel like she's, the way that Diddy was in, like, making the band. Because even though I do think Diddy is very dynamic, in that show particularly, he was very one note. Mm-hmm. He's like, coming in for five seconds with sunglasses on, telling you what was what, and then he's out. And then it was, like, the yeah. rest of his you know, but then it was like, did he control everything? Which is him in his like little showroom. But it was like, like the character was so boring. Like Bethany needs to know that, like, but just like Bethany is boring. She is not. I would like vulnerable Bethany over th- this. Is nothing. This is yeah. So boring.
1: Okay, so on the topic of boring and politics, <laughs> Joe Biden's joint session speech last night. So I want to talk. I don't want to get too in the weeds politically because this is not mm. a politics podcast, but. I thought it was a great speech. I really, really loved everything he said. It was so much more progressive than I thought it was going to be. I really liked how he laid out all of his plans. And he said, we are raising." he straight up said, we are raising taxes on people who make $400,000 or more. So they can't put words in his mouth. They're still going to try, but there it's, it's out on tape. He is not raising taxes on people who aren't already absurdly rich. So the the celebrity angle of this is the kerfuffle that it caused after the speech. Yes. And the The best thing that I've seen is all the Republicans can say is that he's boring. Like I saw so many <laughs> like conservative commentators being like, wow, he's so boring. And it's like, he's a politician he should be boring like totally. Barack Obama and you guys were like oh he's a celebrity he's not a politician because he's entertaining and cool and fun to watch and charismatic." Right, right. now we have an old grandpa and you're like oh he's boring like come on
0: well I guess like the it's one of those things where it's like to be fair Mary was a grandma effer you know so it's like it's you're not Wrong for saying what is like he is boring, he was boring, and yes, when we are talking about things being in context, you know like everything's boring is related to what you know was his speech more or more or less interesting than the Bethany show? not sure that's actually a toss up right Bethany may be more interesting because there were just more voices, right, but like both boring, and I just feel like I think the issue is that like he is boring that's true, but what you said is right he's a politician, who cares and I feel like Obama messed with us a little. A hundred percent. You really, I mean, yeah, I guess that's like understatement of the year. I think there's like books on but it now. Also, like, I'm just like, yo, I just want to say, I think the politician was like a little bit bad for yeah. us in certain ways.
1: <laughs> like, but it was all, <laughs> yeah. it was also so complicated because I think a lot of what? us, we probably assumed he was going to be more progressive than he ever even said he was going to be. Then at the same time, he did have a fully Republican Congress that for most of his term that he, so he couldn't get anything through, but we put those words in his mouth. I'm really speaking for myself here. I was like, oh, he used to be a community organizer. Like he... I just was like he must be progressive. All the progressives are so excited about this, hope, change, and then it like didn't change or like nothing was different. So I feel like that and I also feel like he couldn't win because of Congress at the time. And because he is because of his race he couldn't win because the minute he did anything, the Republicans jumped on him and called him a communist. Or a Muslim, like even if he did just ram through executive orders that which no one was doing that at that point, like Trump created this insane executive order thing where you can just do whatever you want. But even if Obama did do that, it would it just wouldn't have ended well for him. It wouldn't have worked, so he couldn't win. But at the same time, I also think he probably could have done more, and he didn't have to drone wedding parties in the Middle East.
0: One hundred percent.
1: That felt like overkill when he was doing.
0: If you did, you see the Michael Moore. He did Fahrenheit 9/11 and then Fahrenheit 11/9. Yeah, and I went to see it, and I was shocked that he like actually roasted both Trump and Obama. Mm-hmm. And they there's a scene where did you see it? There's a scene where like Obama drinks the water in Flint. He pretends it's okay. Yes, and I, it it like I I've never been the same. Like it's like when you find out that like not not the same, but just like finding out like JTT was gay. Like wow, it's over. Like he'll yeah. never be mine. It's like like finding out obama drink did that is like that change that just broke my heart it broke my heart bummer yeah i think think you're so right though i think that we really just assumed he was progressive progressive because he was like young and black and cool because he and his messaging
1: and his messaging change that's progressive like change is progressivism change the same is conservatism so it's like
0: He put what that is a more idea. progressive word than change, Molly? What is a more progressive word than change? Right. He put he that one, for one.
1: Yeah, he put that one word out, and then we went wild with it. So it was like it was right. all of our fault. It was his and ours, I think. But but yeah, I. So my question for the diva divination aspect of this is: so you said Bethany's show was a little boring, Biden's address is being uh, being called boring. They're both Scorpio sons what where is this coming from this boringness I I don't find Scorpio boring at all like some of my favorite people my fiance is a double Scorpio but but he appears to be quiet when you first meet him you don't like people don't know until later that he's a like nut so just yeah tell let, let me know
0: so that's a great question, and what I want to put a pin in, come back to you, because I do have an end to the Obama thing, because I think it is a pop culture issue, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Obama was just distracting also, because we liked him like that. We liked him like that. And he was
1: charismatic. He used yeah. the celebrity thing to his advantage, as he should.
0: And, like, Biden can't. He is not invited to the parties. Do not get him on. He's not going on to anybody's cool thing or cool any—he's so uncool. He's such an old dude. But— Like, yes, as far as grandparents go, he's a whippersnapper. Very funny dude. Very cool. (laughs) Yeah, he is Grandpa Joe. But, like, I don't want Grandpa Joe to, like, you know, really get into late night and start, like, doing punchlines. I mean, Obama was really, like, he's a star. I mean, this dude flexed a lot. Like Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton was a star. Bill Clinton. Same thing. Exact same thing. Okay, but so what's boring about – okay, let me put it this way, you guys. We had the moon yule last night, right? Two nights It ago. is a show we where both we keep are
1: messing up the day. It was two nights ago. Two nights
0: ago. Well, I since then the we've been day. in a whole black hole of death. That's kind of that's sort of the point, okay? Yeah. So the moon Yule was the Scorpio full moon ritual. We have a, it's a variety show. None of the comedy none of the comedians could even do comedy. And because they had so much Scorpio in their chart, they didn't none of them wanted to do an IG live before the show. Never wanted to. Do that. Chrissy wanted been- okay. So for people that don't know the moon, you
1: it's, you know, a comedy slash spirituality show. It's awesome. Twice a month. The comics that come on, come on usually have the sign that we are celebrating the new moon or full moon in. So it was a, it was a Scorpio yes. full moon. And so all the comics were Scorpios yes. and Sarah is an incredible astrologer and she offered them free astrological readings, which is worth what, 250 dollars right an it,
0: hour it's 250 dollars yeah and they said no and but it's like and they're but they're like public figures too like comedians just want to get their face out there right but the, right, like we, comedians never say no to anything i mean certain like scorpio risings are more likely to be more outward in their sharing but um and Chrissy mayer is a scorpio but she with an aquarius moon but she didn't we had done one in the past and she also didn't do the show but like No, none of them wanted to go on live talking about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And none of them wanted to – they were down to do the show, but then when they kind of saw that the show was a little bit different – they all kind of, like, had to pull back and go, like, well, wait, I can't do comedy. At froze. They
1: froze in their tracks. They
0: froze. And everybody did. One of them was talking about the funeral home from which she came and was now getting a master's degree and then living on top of. The other one was just coming from a funeral, okay? No, so, uh-huh. yeah, Liz was, Liz was like, hey, running late, like, getting, getting back from a wait or whatever. And I was, like, oh, my God. <laughs> so we're talking about Scorpio energy. <laughs> so real. We're talking about deep stuff we're talking about this even the eighth house which is the scorpio house is all about secrets we keep from people it is that behind closed doors you might really get to know your husband now moving forward for the rest of your life and there may be things because of that that you never tell another person scorpio energy is like like so they are dramatic in certain ways and they they will you know they, the scorpion, they can sting. You know they'll act out. So that's why Bethany on Housewives is so much better because she can't help but, when pressed, she's yeah. gonna act out, right? right? So we like that version of her because it actually is authentic, right?
1: And she's but- so good at it, but she keeps trying to do her own thing and do something different. And it's like, girl, you are the best reality star ever. Just stick to ensemble reality television, like too vulnerable.
0: Yeah. Too vulnerable. Scorpios really don't want. Scorpios are so psychic and moody, and and they know who's talking about them in the room. They remember stuff that happened when they were two months old, and they're gonna get back at them. Like they're <laughs> they're like collecting data. Of I always say when I when I see people with Scorpio moons, I'm like, oh like you're back at this life with a vengeance. I'm like, you had some marriage that either ended in like divorce or someone died. Like there's some relationship issue that you're back to like make right. Because that is where that. you're more comfortable in that bonded space with someone. Right. So these people are all Scorpio sons, meaning, you know, we're talking about these people, these people, Biden <laughs> and Bethany, the Scorpio, the bo Biden and Bethany, the boring Scorpio sons. <laughs> it's because like they're not they're not actually sharing anything actually intimate right and they're not and their performance is performance but biden
1: does share intimate things sometimes like when he talks about the death of his son and his wife and like i don't know i
0: feel like i mean yeah but he's also 85 years old dude i hope when i get to that point i feel a little bit more comfortable just really sharing what's going on with me i I also he'll be peeing the bed soon you know what i'm saying like he wears diapers right now
1: yeah right now 85
0: men wear diapers 85 year old men wear diapers the president's wearing a diaper like so for him to be more vulnerable now to make sense he is most likely wearing a diaper allegedly i mean i don't want to get in trouble allegedly (laughs) according to what i'm saying right now he wears diapers okay according to most of the 85 year old men that i have known and the Jews age well. We're still here. I know a lot of the oldies. And it's like, they're all wearing diapers. So it's, it's, you know, I think that there's a very different energy of someone that's suffering from incontinence versus someone who is still trying to maintain. Bethany feels like she's still in her prime. Mm-hmm. Like love life is okay to not be a problem because at least she's still got it. She looks you know what I mean?
1: She looks better she than looks ever great. in her she
0: life. Looks better. She does look better than ever. She really does. But I think you're so exactly right. It's like, Bethany is not, it's the same as when Demi Lovato was like, I am not a celebrity just attacking a small yogurt company. It's like, no, that's actually literally exactly, exactly what you are. you are. When Bethany's going, I'm just bad at the social media piece. I'm not an influencer. It's like, no, you actually are a bad businesswoman. You launched a bunch of businesses. They didn't go anywhere. You got on the housewives because of your annoying, feisty personality. And the fact that you were this other version, but I do believe her financial su- situation was incredibly different. So yes, yeah, she's a businesswoman, meaning that she went on reality TV to grow her business. Uh huh. Hundred percent. The same way that some people just go on on The Bachelor because they're like, well, I I want a platform. It yeah. Is a way if I had a platform, <laughs> you ever know that if I had a hammer, <laughs> I'd be posting in the evening, Posted posting all over this land. No, but like, I think that Bethany not knowing that that's what, and maybe it's because when Housewives started, specifically social media wasn't as robust as it is today. Like there, I don't think there was Instagram, what is it, 23 seasons in? Oh, that's Law & Order. How many seasons of Housewives? When did it start?
1: Oh, New York is on its 12th or 13th season now.
0: Did we have? Oh, so, okay. So, actually, no, that's not true then. We did have Instagram. We were, we were, yeah. it, it was up to date. It, it, it Look, didn't
1: yeah. become a part of the show until probably like five years ago where all of the girls became like influencers.
0: Right. I guess, right. Influencer didn't exist. And reality
1: stars were the proto influencers. Like, they yes, are no. the people you're watching their life. You're looking at their lifestyle. Bethany's Skinny Girl Margaritas would not have been the mm-hmm. sensation, that they, they still would have sold. There's still a really cool product. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, but like it wouldn't have been the sensation that it was without us. First of all, rooting for her because she was the every woman on the show, and we all wanted to help her out because we all liked her because she was the underdog at that point. And second of all. She is skinny. She is the skinny girl. And she's always going out and partying and drinking and having fun. And she's still really skinny. So we're all like, ooh, let me buy some of that skinny for myself.
0: No, so it's it is that is influencing. Brilliant. That is influence. No that's, no, that's exactly what it is. I remember when in high school, you, there was always your friends who you, know, you knew had like, like disorder or whatever. And the minute skinny girl <laughs> came out, it was like, we can drink these. Because they were like margarita, orange juice. right. right? And you would drink the entire yeah. bottle and, like, pass out in the woods, and you'd be like,
1: at least I'm skinny.
0: Well, 100%. And I also remember – I remember thinking how what a great product it was because also, like, like, for the true tanks, you know, who are yeah. not have no problem bulking up for winter, I was like, I could drink a bottle of this and drive us home. Like, you oh. know, not that you could do that. One time, one of my friends, we had a – we had a little evil Knievel moment. So you got to live, you got to learn, don't do it. <laughs> there is alcohol in it. But I'm just saying that like, it, it really, because it, it really is for the girls who are starving themselves to death. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. you, you, I mean, I, I don't know if you want to say like, starve yourself to death, I'm trying not to make light of it. But it's like, almost like a reverse Demi Lovato reaction. Whereas like, for the women who are trying to say, you're right, hell to this, my body's, my body's whatever and don't sell me any more diet products. I feel like Bethany is like the Darth Vader of Demi Lovato's diet culture vulture campaign. Luke Skywalker, yeah. Yeah. Like, she's like, no, we're staying skinny. (laughs) People that genuinely just, side no I'm going to and I need to be doing more of it I truly could like diet a little bit and just like help myself but like for the people that do it, like on whatever scale you're at I mean you like you you do like you're you you're much more comfortable buying a skinny girl margarita product than a chubby wubby mommy's cookie sandwich I'm a psycho though I have problems I definitely a have a lot like- of psychos Molly yeah. that's what I'm saying though exactly. so, so does Demi Lovato we like talking about her too yeah but like you need a product too you don't want the cookies to be unbranded for right. diet.
1: I need, I I I want that branding. Yeah. Also, the other thing is, that's funny about skinny girl is if you drink a normal amount of it, it's basically the same calories as a normal margarita. It's like, like Uh a serving size of it is like a tiny, tiny amount. And that, when I figured that out, I was like, oh, Bethany, you got me.
0: You got us all. That's where she's a real jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's also where Kylie's a real jerk too. And I guess that's why business has to change because all of the really successful business people are real jerks. Like Kylie didn't double line her lips. She was double lining her lips for a minute and nobody was, there was no press on it. Yeah. She started getting press on her lips when she started injecting her lips at, lips at 16 and then changed the shape of her entire face. And she's a genius for marketing that though.
1: Like to right say to all these, all these kids- Oh, you can have my lips you, that you know are fake, that you know are lip injections by buying this lip gloss. And everyone's like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds perfect.
0: Right. Like how on earth did well it's, that's where it is crazy because like the same as the Trump stuff, you know? It's like, it's almost like when when people are telling you they're deceiving you so blatantly, you're almost like, he's <laughs> funny. Like, you know, even when you're dating guys that like the red flags are so obvious, we're like, he, but like, there's something about him. There's like something, it's almost like it triggers like a fight or flight in us, but, but, or like, it's almost like gaslighting. Like, we're like, oh, no, no, wait, that must be what it is because they said it was, even though I thought that was this. It's it's like, it is, it's extremely crazy making. But that's very Scorpio.
1: So, yeah. So let's move on to our next Scorpio, Willow Smith. She has come out as polyamorous and she went on Red Table Talk, her uh, multi-generational talk show, which I just think is incredible. It's it's my so
0: favorite cool. show. I, wa- I watch every time. It's my favorite. It's,
1: yeah, it's her, Jada, and Gammy, Jada's mother. I love that they just call her Gammy. Um, mm-hmm. and someone I know was one of the experts that they interviewed, Gabby Noel, Gabrielle Alexa Noel. She was the, the poly newbie. She used to be an intern at Galore when I was working there and she, wow, yeah, she's just awesome and amazing. How cool. Yeah. She has a book that recently came out about, it's called like how to live with the internet or something like that. And it's about like maintaining sort of your mental health
0: but while is on the exactly internet. That's exactly what Bethany needs, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, it sounds perfect for Bethany. Well, I think Bethany's just in the, in denial. But anyway, so my yeah. question for you: so the 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 interview or the the show, the polyamorous show, it was so good. It was so adorable. Willow Smith is just a sweetie. I don't know how old she is now, but she reminded me of like every eighteen or nineteen year old or any teenager who discovers one new subculture and is like yes, this is the way, the truth, and the light, and I need to tell every single person I know about this. And it was just so sweet to see her doing that. Like, she was explaining – I fell
0: in love with her. I fell in love with her. I yes. thought she was – I feel the same. I thought she was really – I think the thing about that show in general is, like, they really are vulnerable. I mean, Willow was so – I even liked that she was sort of defensive because – like, like, in it's a way real. that she because she's going, like, grandma, like, you know, it's like when we try to talk to our grandparents about, like, you know, whatever. You know, I've tried to think of an example. My grandparents are like on it. They're like, I talk to the Mac store three times a week, so I know. And it's like, okay. But um they know. They probably know more than me. But um yeah, I just I felt like it was so real. Yeah. Now I think the The, thing
1: just before the mental health level of all three of them is incredible off the charts. The way that Gammy says at the end, oh, I just realized I don't need to understand it as long as I don't judge it. I was like, no one in my family would
0: ever come to that conclusion about anything, you know? 100%. I, they're so evolved. That's Gammy's whole time. Yeah, number one, her saying, I don't have to understand. And even that she was like, her knowing that it was her own stuff, like she wasn't judgmental. Gammy was not judgmental at all. Like she, she wasn't like, well, don't you think you're, I can imagine my grandmother just being like, and, and you're, you no, you know, everyone brushes their teeth at night. You know, everyone it's like, she'd be like grossing me out and trying to undercut the whole thing and give me like lay in reasons why I shouldn't in the questions. You know, I feel like Gimme was so like, but I don't understand. And her going, wow, I'm triggered, but it must be my own stuff because I've never had to be in the position of, of, you know, trying to really come to terms with my own jealousy. I mean, I thought it was just for a grandma to yeah. really go there. It's like, cool, grandma. That's why she's still dating. That's why she still has like good sex life. But I don't know. I mean, what did you think of the conversation as a whole? Uh,
1: I thought it was great. I mean, it, I, one thing that I want to say about this is this is the first time I've seen any sort of press around polyamorous people where the polyamorous people they were interviewing were hot.
0: Oh my God, dude, the Snapchat ones are terrifying. If you ever go on Snapchat, there's like these series that are that are sort of like garbage, but there, it'll be like my weird family and it'll be like a polyamorous family, but it's it is like there's, it's almost like, it, there's like a Twilight vibe, but we just are not hearing that they're vampires. Like, it's like yeah, that, it's a costume, they're doing it all on cosplay or something. Like, it's always you know, they people. Were all really normal, not, not even normal, but like, yeah, like, they were attractive attractive. I mean, I have Willow's chart up. I mean, to me, here's my only thing. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Go. And then I want to ask you a, a question about astrology.
0: Okay. The thing about Willow is that she really is pretty young, right? I mean, we're not talking about people who are thinking about, like nobody in this conversation is talking about children. Right.
1: Right. She was like, I'm not ever going to get married. And I was like, yeah, well, we did all say that when we're 18. Right.
0: And you know, what's really interesting looking at Willow's chart. Willow is also a 12th house. So Biden's a 12th house Scorpio. Willow's a 12th house Scorpio. So on some level, like she's sort of like working something out with this. I just think it would be interesting to hear myself speaking about what I believed at 23, you know, there was a period where I was like leading group orgies in the hot tub in suburban New Jersey. You know what I mean? So like, was that polyamory? No, but like kind of everyone was friends. We were all groups of friends. No one was competing. So like, that's where I'm like, Oh, I guess I sort of like, like, so, but I've also been in relationships where I have certainly been very jealous. Jeez, and I've also been in relationships where we've tried to, like, be open. And even now, I look at my relationships, and I'm like, I think I actually am polyamorous, but it's only because I'm on the same breakup cycle with two different guys that <laughs> they just flip flop. <laughs> I think so you are I polyamorous, know, Sarah. Exactly. I, I have two boyfriends, like –
1: Like you can be polyamorous without having one steady partner. I think, I think like for me, I've never been someone who can juggle a couple different guys. Like I would try to be like, Oh, I'm texting this guy and this guy. And just after a week, I'd be like, and just, I don't either. I like them enough to just be with them or I don't, you know what I mean? There is no like thrill in that for me. And I would never be able to share Nick with someone else ever. Like when they brought the guy on, it's so funny because like finding out that girls are polyamorous, I'm like, yes, I love you. You're a butterfly. And then when they bring the guy out, I'm like, oh, can we kill him? What's he do? Why does he think he gets two women? What is,
0: who does he think he is? You know what I mean? Well, it's like, you got to assume he has a lot of money, but um, (laughs) (laughs) he's well hung with with a huge bank account Um, and like very chill. You know, he was
1: very chill. I don't like that in a guy. I don't like a guy who's like open with his emotions and able to have like those conversations. That's why I'm engaged to a double Scorpio. I like someone right. who, like we're both going to like communicate in subtext.
0: One. That's why you write good memes. That's why you write yeah. good memes. Because you're, you're, you're alluding to the point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. When, wow. Same skill set. Very interesting to connect. I like that. <laughs> Like, no, I totally agree. And it's, yeah, I feel like the Scorpio energy is really, there is a, like, it's not that it's always completely, like, loyal, but it, you can trust Scorpios because it, like, it's like, it's like Dexter. Did you ever watch Dexter? No. Oh my God, my I did get John some TV shows. There was a show about blah, 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 blah. This guy, Dexter, he's like- He's see- a nice serial killer who he's does He's a thing. vigilante serial killer and he has the compulsion to kill, so he only kills bad people. So that's how we like him and that's why he's a good character. But nobody in his life knows, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, if you told me he was a Scorpio, I would believe it. Because it's like, there is, it's not that Scorpios are like always, that's why even the, what I was gonna say, the moon. Yeah, all the all the comedians clammed up. They didn't want to go on IG Live when it's actually too vulnerable, unless they are truly, really like okay. We are we are bonded, and it's like agreed upon. Like yes, marry a Scorpio because he's like now we're married. Yeah, Scorpio is the house of marriage. That's what like like the seventh house is like the marriage, but the eighth house is we're married that's scorpio so yeah, yeah. what do most marriages end up like i don't know my parents relationship very scorpio my dad's a scorpio stellium they are seething their love language is fighting about changing the furniture back and forth
1: i and think that's it, just a boomer thing
0: well i also think right they're all traumatized and everyone lost their houses and their money and stuff so they're also just right there's really they couldn't go there go and there. their
1: parents never
0: hugged them once Right, if and if they could afford to divorce, they probably would. But, but in general, I just I do feel like there is like with Scorpios, you don't always get unless you are like actively seeking it or earn it. That's why even at the Munua last night, it, the theme kept coming up like get super real, be, be honest with yourself, yeah. because you're getting. We are connected, so notice where you're really like hiding dark secrets that you think you can't tell anybody because. Even if you don't tell us, we
1: know. Oh, that's the shows, thing about Scorpios. Shows, that's the thing about Scorpios. They physically cannot lie. You can see the truth, like I said, on the moon, you will dangling above their head. The little exactly. stinger, it's like a sim tri- a diamond, and you can see the truth hanging above their head. What Unless if- it's like one, like,
0: expertly crafted character and they're like a serial killer but like that you know what I'm saying like that's the only other way they're like in a costume
1: yeah well people probably knew Dexter was a serial killer but is there anything like they probably knew he was covering something up they were probably like Mm -hmm. something's weird about this guy
0: well that's the hot guys always get away with they're like who cares he's cute
1: yeah yeah is there anything in Willow's chart or in not in Willow's chart but in charts in general that lend people more to polyamory definitely
0: I think um, people that have a lot of Aquarius in their chart, like personal planets in Aquarius, personal, pi- personal planets in Pisces to a certain degree. Pisces do like to go all in, but they're also kind of like living in their own like seascape. So like sometimes the fishes swim together, sometimes they swim away, you know. But So I do think Pisces, I do think uh, Aquarians in general. Like when I see that someone has a Mars or a Venus in Aquarius – depending on the chart, I mean, you'd have to see the whole chart, but oftentimes I'm like, you need more than one partner. Like you need more, like usually in the area of Aquarius in your chart, you need more than one partner. Even if you're an Aquarian and you are married and you could be all in committed and married, but you're still like, I could get my, my midheaven, my career is an Aquarius. I could get married and be totally monogamous one day, but still need to have three hours of conversation with Molly and 10 other people every day for the rest of my life. I I talk to so many people, right? So that's the energy of Aquarius needs a lot of stimulation and a lot of it's all the people, right? So I think that. I also think sometimes Sagittarians, either they're super in love or they're, like, like hot. They're good to go. They're here for the party. So they could just have a couple one-night stands, a couple, I can, this is the this is the oh, story yeah. I'm writing about myself. So, like, I got to write it for the novel. You know, I got to try it out for the material, right? Mm. And then I also think, um, I think Libras, because they just want everyone to, Libras can work with groups. They can work with group dynamics. Like, all the air signs, really. because. I think Libras can
1: equivocate. They can convince themselves that it's the right thing to do, to cheat.
0: Well, exactly. And I think if given the chance to have polyamory as an option, instead of having to either cheat and justify it or, you know, because because Libras care about, in the relationship, everything being all good. Mm-hmm. They don't want relationship conflict, but they also kind of will bend to whoever they're talking to. They're sort of chameleons because they're going to balance out whoever they're with and whoever they're talking to, right? And Gemini is sort of the same way. Gemini is a bit two-faced. Gemini is this and that. So the air signs, I would say, all could be sort of polyamorous. But if I had one sign that I was like, this is the most polyamorous sign, I would say by far Aquarians.
1: Okay, that's good to know. And I think you are polyamorous. I think you really are.
0: But see, here's the thing though. And this is where it kind of comes back to the willow thing. I... I don't know if long-term I am polyamorous because the truth is when I was in my group sex debauchery days, (laughs) there was no like love. I wasn't in love with any of those people. So it really was a sexual and it was, we were all friends. It was like very, I mean, maybe we should do our own like euphoria or something, you know, I don't know, Jersey, let's go. Well, Jersey euphoria is a funny idea, but it's like, you know, we were having our like high school, college, like, days of play, and it wasn't that personal, and we were such good friends from childhood, from the beginning, that there was no, like, we weren't going to not be friends. We're stuck in the same school classes together. Do you know what I mean? There's no fear of that. I think the reason in my adult life I happen to be, I think, operating in a polyamorous way is not by choice. I think it's because I fell in love with someone who wasn't ready for monogamy, and so for years, uh, he was had had uh, hooked up with other people and because I could wrap my head around the idea of like not owning, I was like doing a lot of work around like what is soul love and it's not about ownership, you know, and I was doing my coaching training. So I, but the experience I had was that I was being cheated on constantly and I was like making it my business to just like stalk people and act crazy. And then the thought of ever being their friends and being okay with it was like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah. but then it's like he evolved, I evolved, we got back together, but I could never totally it's just like, now, because we've been in the habit of breaking up, I've also had to accept who those women are, and he's had to accept who I always end up hanging out with when I don't hang out with him. So it's like a forced, it's a, it's it taught, I guess, and my, the larger point I want to make is that I think what Willow is doing is experimenting. I think what polyamory is, is addressing a very real issue, which is that when you're not ready for monogamy, there isn't a way to have normal there's not a way to have multiple or see multiple people at once or like do it in an ethical, healthy way. Because even if that's where people break up way early, because it'll be like, well, you know, she she, she doesn't want to stop sleeping with other people or whatever. Right. Where it's like, that's also a fair choice. And you might need to get to know them for three more years before you actually fall for each other. Courtney and Travis have known each other this whole time.
1: Yeah. But the thing is with even on the show, Red Table Talk, that one guy, he's been married to that woman for, they've been together for 10 years. And they were- they were monogamous for the first five. So they were ready for monogamy, but then they just, you know, I don't think well, that, but means they that were. their relationship devolved. I think it means that no. they came to like a certain place
0: where they were like, I just want to have new experiences too. Well, but that's what I'm saying. That like that, because I didn't, this is a very new conversation. Like when I was kind of, playing with the idea like so, when for years I was like in an open relationship but like I wasn't really looking up with anybody else and I was so upset every time he hooked up with someone else okay so it was like torture but um so that's where the disillusion of the relationship th- happens because actually when one person isn't happy with the circumstance or like I, I should have just left if I didn't want to be in that situation right instead of being like no I'm cool I'm cool. You know, it's like, no, I'm not cool. I'm I'm acting completely uncool. Right. So I'm not cool with it. I think what that, I think what they're showing us is a really healthy example of how to be in a committed relationship and have the just even had that conversation. I want to just have more fun, but I am with you for life, right? But I think yeah. the, the, the difference is like I think sometimes like like I feel like I found myself in the world of polyamory because I had to just I did have to face all my jealousy issues. I did have to face myself a million times over, and now so's he. And so as a result, I actually can handle that kind of dynamic. But when I like fantasize about like what love means to me, when it comes down to it, I am no, I don't have it in me. I would only, I only have- You don't want to be multiple with multiple. No, I, I wouldn't like choose it. It's just the, yeah. nature of, the nature of this relationship is one that comes together and, and then, co- co- you know, comes together and comes apart. And I think there are relationships that are meant to be more together forever. And then I think the play that's available within that space, I think this is a very healthy conversation to witness because- there really has not been a dialogue that wasn't covered. Like, I mean, even like the idea of like swingers, like we're all like, even oh, in yeah. lives, it was like the big drama was like, she's a swinger, she's a swinger. Like there's a part of me that could totally see myself being, I don't know, I say that, but then it's like, I don't really, I, I actually think I'm ultimately probably very monogamous. Yeah. I just yeah, have, yeah. I just, I've just become a cooler person because I had to just stop being a jealous person.
1: Yeah. So speaking of polyamory forced or voluntary, William and Kate are celebrating their tenth wedding anniversary, and they released a few photos and a video of their whole family. Um, and I say, speaking of forced polyamory, because you know there have been cheating rumors about William, have. and like have his
0: father led the way.
1: Yes, there have been several scandals and everything. I personally don't think we can get to the bottom of whether it happened or not. So it's not that fun to talk about the cheating aspect
0: of it. Right. They're really like, that's a pretty hard nut to
1: crack. Yeah. We just don't know. And also the other thing is if you start a cheating rumor about someone, it's going to stick, it's never going to go away. You just never know. So we don't know. But what I do think is interesting is, um, looking at it from a PR point of view. But before we go into that, I want to talk to you about what, what did you think when I sent you that video? This is this idyllic English countryside video of all of the Cambridges as they are called frolicking around on the beach.
0: So my first reaction was almost a void. (laughs) I felt, I sort of felt numb. I felt nothing, which is, and I am pretty deeply feeling and I really felt wow. nothing. I, I was inaffected by it, right? So then I was like, "Well, maybe there's some drama going on, or maybe there's some gossip." Or let me just watch again, and then and whatever. And I watched it again, and I thought, "Oh, yeah, it's like a wedding photography assignment. Yeah. Like I used to be a wedding photographer, and I feel that I could have shot that. I feel like that would have been like." one of like a seven hundred dollar product <laughs> like now it would have been a lower end camera I thought it was beautiful yeah, it was very just, cinematic like, it was but it was just like that's what isn't that so I, I've seen them I yeah. here we are at the beach we're all wearing white every day we wear white the baby wants up crying isn't it so funny this one happened to have happy kids but like to
1: the untrained eye it just looks like a super basic wedding video
0: and like so vanilla
1: so vanilla. But the thing is, I mean, we're talking about the British royal family here. You can't get much more vanilla than that. But the thing that is so rare and different about this video is the fact that they've they've only released like one or two videos of their kids before. Whenever they do, it is a huge, huge, huge deal. So...
0: Isn't George like a, like a paparazzi darling? Oh you're saying that no, thing- the
1: paparazzi don't the paparazzi don't shoot the royal family in the UK. That's why it was so crazy that that but all those, and all Harry those, moved because Meghan and Harry have protection
0: here, but they don't in LA Oh wow, first of all, that's crazy yeah but, but, but uh, how are we seeing all these Harry and his little shorts? Pic- I feel like I'm seeing him
1: everywhere. If you're seeing paparazzi photos, they're probably shot in the UK or in in LA.
0: Oh because there we have much more press freedom in the US. Wow, what between this and Bethany, what a truly uh non-consensual nation we are living in. Boy oh boy. We are having our way with people.
1: Yeah. So so yeah, in ever since Diana's death actually has been when the you know the royal family basically had like a ceasefire with the paparazzi and they sort of came up with the look, we will give you a certain amount of photos officially per year and photo calls with the with the kids, the minor members, per year if you just don't chase us with, like, paparazzi. Like, that's why they would chase Kate Middleton because she wasn't a part of the royal family yet. So the agreement uh. didn't really apply to her. So, like... I don't know, but that's like in the weeds. But the thing I mean, is,
0: someone's got to update the will or the clause. Like we have to protect the wives, you guys. What the hell? I know. The wives what? are sacrificial lambs in
1: this what country. What the hell? So so that's why this this video is so crazy because it's seeing them not in a posed way. The last time we saw them on video was when they were talking to Sir David Attenborough about um endangered species and it was very staged it was so their parents clearly shot it on their phones whatever time before that it was george and charlotte walking into school it was very like hold, they, they were holding their parents hands waving to the cameras that was it this is the most naturalistic that we've ever seen these kids we don't like we like kate will slow drip little uh staged birthday photos where they're having fun mm-hmm but we have not seen this amount of footage of these kids being kids having fun so that's why that was sort of groundbreaking in terms of royal stuff uh and i, think
0: I just i feel like in that way the kardashians have ruined me and they are truly my camelot because yeah i don't think, i mean rain disick little william doesn't hold a candle to rain disick <laughs> little little charlotte can try to go hang out with those three little triplets, Shy, True, and uh, what was the Stormy. other one? Stormy. Stormy, and then their big cousin, Stormy. Dream. I mean, they are the power posse of the toddlers. I'm, I guess, I'm just, yeah, the, I, I, I that's so I mean I but right it's interesting because it's like oh, it, right it is this I guess it's still like from the reality tv perspective so there was a camera crew it's it was, nothing yeah but we one time like, did a family we one time did a family photo shoot on the beach playing frisbee with our dog as a family and I don't think my parents have hung out again since then and did not hang out before that but we do have like hey, that was so waspy I, of you guys I would see well it was a gift we wanted one of those raffles it was like a you know but we, we wouldn't have bought it no but yeah. um but yeah, like we also won one where we were playing fake instruments. So it was a weird <laughs> gift.
1: It was such that a weird gift. That sounds more you. That sounds more you.
0: But still so like nobody plays any instruments. So there's so, so my mom with her, her clarinet, like ooh. And- <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When you hire a professional photographer to photograph or video your family, it is a lot of engagement photos that look a whole lot of romantic. End in divorce. So, yeah, but I do think it's interesting just to see the kids' facial expressions and, like, their, you know, their knees in a more intimate way. But I just, I I think the Kardashian kids blow them out of the water.
1: Well, here's the thing. The thing that's really interesting about it is the timing of this. So, you know, we had Prince Philip's funeral a week or two ago. We had the Harry and Meghan interview heard around the world about a month or two ago. So right now, all of the pressure for the future of the monarchy is resting on William and Kate. And so they're saying, look, look at our family. Look at how adorable they are. Look how open we are being with you. This is us opening the kimono and showing you who we really are without involving Oprah.
0: That is what they're saying with oh, this. You video. think this is like a rebuttal. This oh, is, yeah. We'll, we'll brand ourselves. Thank you. Don't cause I did see a few headlines that was like, William, William does make a statement. Like he doesn't feel trapped. And I, I do think it's a little right. It's a little bit of a don't speak for me. Yeah. Not only do I not need Oprah, but I think that William, I mean, I think that Harry and Megan did, I mean, Kate actually made her cry. Okay. And actually William trapped. And if you're not saying who's the big racist in the family, I'm going to guess it's your brother that you would protect on that level. You won't speak to each other because, right, he must not be that nice and cool. But it would be, I get where he wouldn't out his brother. If it was his grandfather, they would have said boomers. Yeah, and
1: everyone would have been like, yeah, he's not even a boomer. He's He's like a controversial person.
0: And then Megan was was like, and it wasn't the grandma. She's like, it wasn't the queen. Like, yes. only you know, this guy, and you know what? He is Charles's son. They all, that's Diana's son, and that's Charles's son. And so I think he's also making up for his father's woes and going. And my my stage ballroom picks we took the class together and we kissed afterwards for real for real like, yeah I think they do have a real relationship whether he cheats or not I think they William have, and Kate, yeah I think William and Kate are an, a normal college sweetheart couple that's what yeah. I like about them
1: they, they are, are like, definitely yeah. in love and they definitely yeah. and but so that's the thing is like after the Meghan and Harry interview with Oprah, the, the mindset is, wow, they're so open. They're revealing themselves, whether you believe what they said or not. you know They went there and they tried. And look at how stuffy William and Kate are. So this kid video, that's what it's showing. It's showing we're not stuffy. We're rolling around in the dirt with our kids. And our kids are the happiest kids you've ever seen. And you've never seen that other kid. Like you see him (laughs) once every four months. And like, you know, that's what they're, that's the message. They're they're the Saint and Rumi of the UK. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So, So the thing is, they also released these two photos. And in the two photos that they released, it's just William and Kate. And William is just staring lovingly at Kate in both photos. And Kate is looking out into the distance. So this to me is so fraught with meaning. It's, saying, it's right,
0: But that's why I want to be clear, clear, though. This is a art piece. This is a PR shot. The reason you yes. can analyze it is because they want this. Okay, so now, yeah, exactly. what is the what is the analysis?
1: Exactly. So the analysis is, so post Meghan and Harry on Oprah, uh, William is in the doghouse with the whole world. I mean, most of the UK actually hates Meghan and Harry now, but people are kind of like, okay, William, like, clearly you didn't really, like, welcome her. But there's been you know, piece after piece after piece in the news about how everyone loves Kate. Kate is the future of the monarchy. She's beautiful. She's... you know doesn't create drama she even in even when Megan said Kate made me cry she said but she's a good person she apologized
0: I would like to look at Kate's chart some other time I am curious what brought her here you know
1: right I know I I am so confused by her because she has the biggest platform in the entire world and she does not want to say a word that's what is so confusing to me about Kate. I
0: actually think that part of I think William and Harry are like literally just the two the two versions of like, like like one way you could go with it is to go I'm going to continue my mother's work the other way you can go with it is I'm going to learn from my mother's mistakes. I think William has a lot more Charles in him than you know what turns out my cousins are know it all too you know what you didn't want to admit it but you know what I think William's a little bit Charles and I think William was like because remember also when Kate and William were like getting back like they broke up and then they were getting back together and it was all about whether or not she asked actually wanted to like accept the job as royal royal wife. i don't i think she always wanted to accept the job i don't think there was any i do too i think she knew what she was doing but i do think that there was an issue because i think that he said to her you are not this is not your platform because that was the whole thing with diana
1: but i don't think he ever wanted a platform she never ever wanted a platform she didn't even want to have a job she only got a job before she dated William, before she married William, because the Queen was like, "What does this girl do all day?"
0: What good visualizing though? I mean, if you really want to have those kind of dreams for yourself, she actually set her sights in like the exact. She actually has the perfect job for herself. Then, yeah.
1: The thing is, Diana is. We look at her as the stereotypical English rose, but she's not that at all. She right. threw their whole thing into disarray. Like, she
0: love was- her for it. It's very Lilith. There's Eve. We we're talking about the Munia you know, it. It's oh very Oh my god, it Eve. is very
1: little verse
0: yeah. We got an Eve, we got a we got an Eve and we got a Lilith. Uh, it's exactly so we so, could analyze the Eves and Liliths in their charts. I would love to know. We could th- do it as a bonus for like people. Oh my that, god, yeah, we gotta do that at some but, point. Like, I'm so curious.
1: Yeah. But so so with the photos, the photos of William and Kate. So the reason why William is looking ador- adoringly at Kate is because First of all, the cheating rumors. We're all, they're in the back of everyone's minds. 100%. We're all like, ooh, does he love her? So he's looking adoringly at her. Second of all, it's because the Meghan and Harry interview left us thinking that he is cold and not loving.
0: Yes.
1: Third of all, yes. everyone loves Kate. So Kate is re- like, William's going to be the monarch. Kate is only going to be the consort. But really right I now- it, it is
0: what Diana was, though. It's like Diana's going to save the bad genes on that side.
1: Right. And Charles couldn't handle it. But William is clearly saying, look, I can handle the fact that you guys like my wife more than me. My wife Probably is- Probably why he cheats. If he does, yeah. And like, but that's Not what- allegedly. Is, that's what this photo is saying. This photo is saying like, this is the next Queen Victoria. This is the next like- virgin mother queen that we are going to have. Wow. I need
0: to look at it again with that. Cause I yeah. see what you're saying, right? This is actually like a, this is like the, I mean, it's totally different, but like Kathy, Kathy Griffin's Trump head. The way that that was, like, a statement, this is, like, a statement. This isn't just, like... To me, that's why. I'm, like, it looks like engagement photos. But it's, like, no. No, There's, like, in the context of what's going on. There's
1: not. They released two photos. And they didn't release one photo where he's looking adoringly at her and one where she's looking adoringly at him. They're both him looking at her and her looking out at the world.
0: So that is her looking out at the world is they they did a rebrand launch of this monarch couple that now knows they're taking over because grandpa just kicked it grandma's on her way out there this is like like even in the crown when they're like okay elizabeth it's your time and she's like what oh my god and they're like putting the dress on her and they're putting the crown and then she's going like what this is you know all of a sudden where it's like evita it's all the same where it's like i am like you know whatever evita did you know yeah exactly This, this is their like oh okay we get what's happening this is ending, this is over. And this is actually their like pre-launch.
1: Yeah, it's like they need, the the really hard thing for the monarchy is going to be keeping it alive through Charles's reign because no one likes him. And they've picked up on the fact that everyone loves Kate and that Kate has never put a foot wrong. She's never had a scandal. So they're like, this is now, is this the branding push that's happening right now is not William is your future King. It's if you sit through Charles, you're going to get Queen Kate. And that is the carrot at the end of the stick. But I do th-
0: think that these these royals have a frightening long lifespan. Oh, I know. So I also want to say, you know, Charles, I do believe that he and, and Camilla truly love each other. And I'm, I do like their story on some level. I know. But I, it's, you know it sucks that they had to- That He's not that, the worst. They didn't let him marry the person that he loved. Like Right. That, he
1: could have handled not, it way better. He could have handled it way better. But I do like, like them together now. I just wish it got to that point in a better way.
0: I mean, look, he's not a cool guy, okay? He's like, I could see all of them having, like, sort of social personality disorders of whatever kind, which is fine, too. You, it's a, you're welcome here. I, I obviously do. What they care about is keeping this a lot. It, it, yeah. This is the they business. They
1: don't care about get Charles on the throne. Charles cares about get Charles on the throne. Right, but, but Charles got to go. Else involved cares about keep the throne going. That is the main thing. And like, I think because they all run separate households, and I think that Will and Kate's household, they are saying, look, we are only going to get through the Charles Reign and keep this thing going if we push Kate hard. And that's
0: what we're seeing in these photos. So you're saying that he will have his time as king? Yes. But the reason that everybody will just shut up about it and be cool is because there's it's almost like when you know a movie's coming out like three years before it's coming out but we're talking in monarchy time so it's actually like 30 but like it's like when you know that there's like going to be another star wars in like 10 years or something that's like what we're waiting we're staying with the franchise because we like we know what's lebron has sons like we're, we looking forward to that. And so they're starting it now because actually they're overcompensating for how actually unlikable Charles truly is. And that's Kate's true. That's her gift to the world that she's actually going to get us through Charles and keep the monarchy alive.
1: Yeah. If you consider that a gift to the world.
0: Well, right. I mean, I'm, I'm from yeah. their perspective, you know, But yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think it's, it's a kind of interesting because it is what they tried to do with Diana in a way. Yeah. They tried, they were still trying to rebrand Charles. Yeah, exactly. Everything I has love- been about overcompensating for Charles' bad personality. No, it's been decades. Oh, he's so the like, yeah, just, you know, the black sheep brother. Like, man. Yeah. All he right. Do photo shoots and we don't care. Okay, we could go by. The- you my got to wrap up. Thank you guys, everyone, so-, so much for
1: listening. Please follow, subs- like and subscribe. Diva Behavior. Leave us a rating and
0: review on Apple Podcasts. Sarah, what do you got? Come to the Moon every other week it is the time of your life and appropriate for every single sign in the most. It's just, you gotta come. I'm sorry. I gotta get off the phone. I have a client. I'm, I'm not okay, thinking. Thank you, Molly. Please still be friends with me. I'm sorry. I talked so much. Much okay. Don't yeah. Say something. yeah. Just come to the moon. You will follow me on everything. Bye. Some people think divas. A diva to you. Would you say, are you one? I never said that. Diva behavior.
1: Nowhere, <laughs> nowhere, hey, great. Uh,
0: great gowns. Beautiful gowns.